When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This podcast is part of the Robots Radio Rocket Club, a program designed to help all podcasts reach their full potential. For information about joining the Robots Radio Rocket Club, check out robotsradio.net. Welcome, welcome back to another episode of Two Girls, One Ship, the podcast where we analyze, rate, and review all that the world of video game romances has to offer. I'm Genesis, the girl who really loves escapist games. Yeah, agreed. I'm Vervada, the girl who preemptively is apologizing for all the times you're going to hear my cat purr. Sorry, he's just so happy. He is baby. I am in a mood tonight, you guys. Just be aware. This week has been one of the most roller coastery, stress inducing, mind blowing awesomeness, and then all time fucking lows. <laughs> it's been the best and the worst week. So, yeah, I have beer in hand. We should go around the room and say hi to our lovely. Lovely, amazing, awesome oh fucking patrons. Apollo, you are the first on my screen. Hello, how's everybody? Cheers. And Bat Knight. Hello, I'm Daddy Bat Knight here from Georgia. Georgia. Are you, uh, oh, first question that I should have started this out tonight, right now. You guys are experiencing a freaking hurricane. How are you doing out there, Apollo V? We're good. It it went. It hit Central Florida. Went up. Yeah. To, went back to the Atlantic. We just got a little wind. We're far. Very we little far wind. from it. A little wind, yeah. And clear skies and surprisingly cool weather for late September. It was like fifty-seven degrees the other morning. I also did text Shanko earlier yesterday, and she's yeah. also okay. Shanko also texts me pictures of the horsies. Hayden is okay, y'all. He is okay. <laughs> it's very yes. important. Meiji. Hello, I have returned. Thank you so much for having me back. Daddy Bat Knight, are you, are you a Falcons fan? No, not even a little. Oh, okay. <laughs> the closest thing to an actual sport I follow, there's a big clue right above my head. Ah, yes. Oh, I see. Gotcha. Makes sense. Uh, Right above his head is a, is that the United, oh uh, no, I am sorry, it's not the United it's States It's not from the WWE, mine's actually, mine's real, because uh, a, an old friend ran a uh, a local wrestling federation, and when mm. he passed away, uh, the belt went to me. Oh, that's very sweet. As far as possessions go, that is probably the biggest prize I have. <laughs> As for wrestling fandom, I have a picture of me sitting on Rowdy Roddy Piper's lap when I was about three years old. And when Hi, Win. Hello, how are you guys? Doing good. I love your voice. I'm so happy you're here tonight. We have a very interesting topic to get into tonight. Which universe, which world would you want to live in? And all the things that that opens up like you would have different people or races or species that you could romance you also have different skills and abilities and magic types that you could work with 
Or you can pick a world that's a very, very similar to our own, and you just get to live out the tragedy that that can involve. So, let's go from the top and find out where Apollo would live. So, I would live in the Mass Effect universe, but at a very specific time. I want to live in the Mass Effect universe right when we discover the Prothean relic on Mars, and basically we learn that Giorgio Tsoukalos was right all along, and it really was aliens. <laughs> the awe, the amazement Alien. and awe living at that time, at the time when we would actually discover something like that would be absolutely amazing. It's far enough before the Reaper Wars where I, you know, I don't have to worry about being killed or collected. I think that would be an amazing time to live in a video game world or real life. Would you want biotic abilities? Would you get an implant? I take it. Sure. Absolutely. That's why I almost considered cyberpunk for the possibility of implants. But that world's just too dangerous. Way too dangerous. I think living in the Mass Effect universe would be fun. And especially in that time frame. I think we could almost push it up to during the first contact war. Because I would say, no, I'm non-combatant. I'm going to stay on Earth. And then... We can figure out how to hang out with the Turians and all the other galactic species. So I would push my time frame up to where we have met aliens. But how many... There's a lower question I don't know off the top of my head. How many years were there in between the discovery on Mars and the first contact war? Look it up. I'm curious as to when exactly they started doing biotics. Oh, that would have been an element zero exposure... Oh, but Caden was in like the first well, batch of kids to yeah, get it, right? Because of the it, like something exploded over Singapore or something, which is how all those kids got like all the pregnant women. That was how the first biotics happened. It was all by accident, and so a lot of them like probably died because they had too much exposure or whatever. It wasn't like intentional. That's how like the first ones happened, and then I think the first contact war happened pretty soon after they went. Like nine years, ten years. Yeah, it was pretty quick. <laughs> All right. So just, you know, in those nine years, it'd be a nice time. And you can just like peace out. Yeah, agreed. Okay. I would be with Apollo then, hanging out right before we discover it. And then, I mean, ten years is nothing now. I guess it just depends on how old I was when, when we discovered Mars. But yeah. I'd like to be 20 when we discover Mars so I can be in my prime. It's a good age. Bat night. What universe would you live in? Okay, I've been thinking about this a long time. My first knee-jerk reaction was to say something like Spider-Man or the Avengers games or something because I'm a big comic book nerd. The problem is that's basically just here. So unless we have, unless I have superpowers, not really that much difference. My next, because of the nickname, was to say Gotham from the Arkham series because I've always loved the aesthetic of those games. But no, my, that's a cesspool all the time. And so, yeah. So I went a little outside the box and decided that of all the video games I play, what rules would I love to live my life by? The WWE 2K <laughs> games? Because, I mean, it boils down to basically three main things. Everybody in, in the WWE ring is somebody's definition of gorgeous. And yes, I'm including Otis. You know, somebody's out there looking for that kind of guy. Number two, you can literally solve all your problems in the ring. You have a problem with somebody, there's no double talk, there's no talking behind your back, let's get in the ring, punch each other in the mouth, and settle this. I mean, they've literally settled a uh, a custody battle with a ladder match once upon a time. And the biggest, reason, the biggest reason is because no matter where you go, if you go into somewhere, any kind of room of importance, you have entrance music to play you in. And I miss the days when I had that T-shirt that would play sound effects from my chest because I'd just walk in the room. Dun, 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 dun. I miss entrance music. So, yes, my pick was the WWE games. You know what? I'll take it. I'll take it. That is unique. And it's well, I mean, there there have been romances in WWE for oh, sure. Yeah. I grew up on it. I am. Matt Lita, man. Matt and Lita, well, and then Lita and Jeff, and then Lita and Kane. 
trust me. Lita I am a Lita girl. Lita. Trish was with Jeff. Trish was with Jeff, not Lita. Lita was my favorite. And I would love to live in a universe where I could talk to her and have her be my best friend. I could live in a universe where I could hang out with Scott Hall and walk around and let him flip toothpicks at people. I could deal with that. That's a good one. Rest in peace, Scott Hall. I have a ton of wrestling stories, but I will save them for like an after chat or maybe just post and talk about them in the Discord because we've got a couple more people to talk to tonight. Meiji, where are you going to live? I don't know anything about wrestling. You guys are speaking a different fucking language to me, but that's awesome. For every time I've been told that. <laughs> it's a piece of like nerd culture that I just haven't like quite dived into and I don't know where to start. I wasn't really into it as a kid, so I just like mm. kind of missed out on that. I don't know. So when I saw the question on Patreon, I initially thought that it was just like, what fictional universe would you live in? And so my immediate thought was Star Trek. Like Star Trek is just everyone living in harmony and just traveling the stars and everyone gets along and everyone's hot. Like everyone on the Enterprise is sexy. So it's just like it's a win win. But then I realized like, oh, this is a video game podcast. We want to know like what fictional video game you would live in or fictional video game world. I got to thinking and I this is foolproof. The Tony Hawk universe. All anyone cares about is skateboarding. Everyone's skateboarding and grinding rails and kick-flipping over cop cars. It's amazing, right? There's no conflict in the Tony Hawk universe other than just, like, people being like, do a Christ air, and then you just have to do a Christ air for, like, you know, a thousand points, and you get a sick mixtape out of the deal. It's amazing. And... The reason that I picked this is because every video game that you guys have mentioned up to this point, there's conflict in the universe. In Mass Effect, you're constantly on the run for your life. I mean, you're just like, there's always something going wrong. And in WWE, that seems like it's just always, I mean, like, even outside of the ring, people just fighting all the time. There's always drama. Tony Hawk, just do a sick pop shove it, dude. Oh, and then later with that awesome soundtrack. <laughs> exactly. Everyone's looking, listening to sick jams. Me and my sister, that was definitely one of our first PlayStation games that we played together like every day after school. We got so good unlocking all the secret levels. Oh, dude, I miss Tony Hawk. <laughs> it's the greatest. There's not like it's just skateboarding infinite especially you unlock freestyle mode or whatever you know you can just skate around you try to get the biggest like score multiplier you can mm-hmm. it's all- by holding on to a car bumper and having it take you all across the city like <laughs> that doesn't work in real life <laughs> it requires it does. zero focus and zero skill it's just awesome tony hawk underground that, that was the shit yeah, that was that was definitely the one that i i logged the most hours into was thug one and then, of course, uh, American Wasteland was also super cool. That's the other thing, too, is you get to explore so many different locales in the in the Tony Hawk game. You get to go in uh, Tony Hawk Underground. You get to go to Moscow and like you're skating around in Miami, Florida, watching the Dolphins lose. And it's awesome. You know that they remade them, right? The, the, the Tony Hawk's Underground mm-hmm. games. I, I had heard something about that. I don't really play Tony Hawk anymore. It just seems like a neat universe to live in. Yeah. Oh, so good. You guys are pulling really good ones tonight. I'm appreciating it. (laughs) I can hear the music playing in my head and I'm totally going to be distracted by it, which is awesome. Yeah, that was my first thought when he said Tony Hawk. I was like, well, at least you have some really good music. (laughs) (laughs) When... Where can we come live with you? I was thinking Animal Crossing. (laughs) Seems like very peaceful, no conflict. And I would be a villager, so whoever owns the island will bend over backwards to try to make sure I'm happy. That sounds amazing. You can harvest your own crops, grow Mm -hmm. your own food, collect fossils, and just, I mean, you'd have to learn a new language. I could probably pick it up. It's like immersion. It's exactly what it's called. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's the best way to learn. 
Well, you you said there's no conflict, but there. I mean, in Animal Crossing, there is conflict. You know what it is? You go to Jolly Reds and you buy a painting, and then it's freaking fake when you get it uh, home. <laughs> Not only that, but there's class struggles in Animal Crossing thanks to Tom Nook's ridiculous economy. Oh, damn. You can't escape it. <laughs> also, in the older Animal Crossings, if you shut the game off, you guys remember Rossetti? Like, oh, yeah. Play the older one? Yeah. That bitch would yell at you for so long. And I'm like, what freaking developer put this in here? And I was like, you bitch, you didn't save. Like, I'm a kid. Okay. I know why they got rid of him. He was very judgy. You also get to build your own museum and you can go sit in the peaceful aquarium and just looking at all the fishies. We're going and seeing amazing fossils and classic works of art. Oh, and then the the insect section. While I'm not the biggest insect fan, it would still be super cool to know that they're over there and they can't touch me, but still to go look at them. It'd be cool to be like KK, was it KK Slider? Is that Mm -hmm. the little dog's name? And just be KK Slider and tour tour the little islands (laughs) and just play a horrible guitar. (laughs) Is there a well, specific Animal Crossing you want to live in, or just the the newest one? Or I, I've only played New Horizons, so I, I haven't played the gotcha. old ones. Like when COVID came out, and that was all the craze. That was when the COVID came out. When COVID happened, <laughs> when the COVID came out, yeah, I hate that. New COVID dropped. Dear <laughs> Lord, honestly though, but like that game came out at the perfect time. Thank you, Animal Crossing New Horizons. We needed uh, you. Great. Major agreed. V, what do you think we start doing our mid-break dance, and then we'll come back and talk okay. about where we want to live? Mid-break dance. <laughs> <laughs> Awkward dancing. Commence. We're gamers, not dancers. Exactly. I'm just busting out for Carlton, man, keeping it classic. <laughs> you can dance if you want to. Oh, yeah. Well, I'll be the friend you leave behind, because I can't dance. Safety dance. <laughs> oh, we're we're gonna dance, V. We're gonna dance. I'm I'm slightly more the vocal than I am the dancer. Yeah, I was like, I will definitely sing, and I will like do the Garris, but that's it. <laughs> oh lordy, uh, I could definitely tangent on that. that the yeah, there's the shepherd shuffle, and then there's the renegade shepherd, and I don't know who has video <laughs> of the renegade shepherd dance. <laughs> But it exists. Uh, I checked earlier today, and we don't have any new reviews. We do have 19 five-star ratings on iTunes, and that is so very much appreciated. I would love to see one more. So if you are sitting at home right now, listening to us on iTunes or Apple Podcasts or anything like that, just click on the little Genesis and Vervada tag the little two girls, one ship tag, and then the five stars. Make sure all the little stars are pretty lit up and boom, make our days and make awesome. us super happy. Super duper happy. You don't even have to really like listen to us on iTunes. As long as you have the app or you have it downloaded on your computer and you just create an account and then you can leave a five star rating and make me super happy because I like being happy. Yes, make me happy. If you don't, you'll make my depression worse. I'm just kidding. No pressure. <laughs> That's a little threatening. That took a dark turn. <laughs> uh, yeah, just kidding. Just whatever you want. Just don't tell me if it's bad, and I don't want to know. You can email me at twogirlsoneship at gmail.com and let me know all the bad things, because I will read it, and then I will filter it and give it to V in a much more palatable way. Thank you. I'm so sensey. Too sensey to be on the internet, but here I am. I know. I dragged you. I dragged you kicking and screaming to do this show with me, and I appreciate you so, so much for it. You kind of did in the beginning, actually, because that was during the month when this show first came out. I was working full-time, finishing my master's degree, and my kid was still full-time at home with me. And then you were like, let's do this podcast and release it right now. And I was like, oh, I really want to, but I feel like I'm dying. But then somehow it worked out. And that was only a month of me doing all those things. So then when I graduated, I just had a job and a kid and a podcast instead of a job, a kid, a podcast and a degree. So yay. I did. I was it's fine like, now. 
It was literally like the 1st of October. I was like, hey, want to do a romance podcast? I want to release it for N7 Day. Let's do everything in under a month. Honey, we made it happen. The first episode don't sound pretty, but we made it happen. It doesn't sound pretty. I know. Sometimes I'm like, we should re-record it. But then I'm like, we'll lose the magic of the first one. So Even if we did re-record it, we would lose that initial reaction to the clam jammer. And that was so moment building for like who we are that we can't we can't go back. I know. <laughs> you called it a taco turnoff. <laughs> yeah, that came out right in my head. Yep. That's honestly, I was like, I thought that's where you're going with it. I never heard clam jammer before, but I needed alliteration. Well, since then, we have been able to upgrade our equipment. We have been able to provide a better streaming, a better recording, a better podcast overall, thanks to our patrons. And I will call out the names of those of our biggest supporters, most of which are here tonight. Toasty and Apollo, Shanko, Mystheos, Luke, Wynn, Bat Knight, and Meiji Moose. We thank you. From the bottom of our giant, giant, romance-filled hearts, we thank you. I can say thank you in a couple languages if you want. Merci beaucoup. Komawayo. Domo arigato. And that's it. I, I thought I knew Spanish, but I drew a blank because I drank too much wine. Gracias. Forgot gracias. Yeah, I forgot gracias. That's how much wine I've had. Okay, I'm sorry. I used to be fluent in Korean, and now I could barely order coffee. It's fine. Such is life. I used to always say I know just enough Spanish to get me in trouble. But not enough to get me out of it. <laughs> These two girls have a huge announcement to make. So we've talked about it a few times, but I'm a native Portlandian. And Portland has a few gaming and comic cons that happened every year. The Portland Retro Gaming Con is happening October 14th through the 16th of 2022. And we are honored and so flippin' excited to say that for the first time ever, Vervada and Genesis get to meet in real life to host a panel about video game romances. I am so excited. We are hard at work to highlight the history behind where we are today in gaming lovers. So if you are able to travel to Portland, Oregon in mid-October, we would absolutely love to meet you. All right. V, I said, and let's get back into it. So now, where do we want to live, V? So I had a hard time with this at first, because obviously I was drawn to like the big games that we talk about all the time. And I've been replaying Fallout because we just finished Fallout 4. And so my mind is like obsessed with Hancock right now. And I was like, I'm going to live there so I can be with my ghoul. And I'm like, no, that would be the worst place to live in the entire world. I love him so much. It's not even funny. Anyway not going to live there. So then I was like, where would I want to live? And just like Meiji and when I was like, I'm going to live somewhere where there's no fighting. Cause that's why would I want to move somewhere where I have to fight for my life? I couldn't, I would die instantly. And I came up with Harvest Moon, another wonderful life, which is a 2003 GameCube game. The first one was Harvest Moon, a wonderful life for GameCube. And that was like the boy version And Another Wonderful Life was a different copy of the game that you played as a girl farmer. And that, to me, already was just amazing that I could be a girl farmer. Obviously, from our 2022 eyes, we're like, they released two separate games? Like, why couldn't they just put in the same game? I don't know. Make sure you buy the girl DLC. (laughs) Yeah. No, like, it was a completely separate game. A Wonderful Life and Another Wonderful Life. And the girl one was Another Wonderful Life. And... I distinctly remember the way the farm was set up and the field was right there off the barn and like your hay would grow and you'd cut it. And it was just so beautiful and peaceful because that was one of the Harvest Moon games that they really tried to make realistic versus super cartoony. And obviously it would probably look terrible now. But back then I was like, my baby mind was blown. It's like, this real. And there was like this crazy scientist guy named Daryl. You couldn't romance him. You could get married back then. There was only three options for this game. But I love Daryl. 
like I said, he couldn't romance him, but I visited him every day and he had the, these science experiments. He was like a non-alcoholic Rick Sanchez, basically. And I loved him so much. So, but I befriended him and he taught my kids science. I would want to live there. It was very peaceful. I could still hear like the, the music and the little birds chirping and my cow mooing when I milked her or brushed her. Such a good time. That sounds like a lot of fun and like mm-hmm. very, very peaceful. There's work, but it's just honest work. Okay. So I have two very, very different options to go here with this. And I don't know where I want to live because I played so much Lord of the Rings Online. Like that was a huge game for me for like years. And so to live in a Tolkien universe and to have elves and even the orcs and the Urukai, but you know, I could hang out with hobbits and get some really, really good shit, you know? <laughs> I could totally see myself living in Middle Earth. But then I need more. I don't know if I could live in that peaceful world. I love chaos. I love busy. I love excitement and motion. And I really think I would live in Night City. I think I could do it. I could handle it. I would be like borderline psychosis level cybered up (laughs) because obviously I would want to protect myself. But the fact that there would, that the city never sleeps, there's always something going on. I could join a gang if I wanted to. I could, you know, start, or I could keep my accounting job and work for Arasaka. No. <laughs> Don't work for Arasaka. Why not? Stop it right there. The US oh. joining a gang as like a big plus for this world. Like, I could join a gang. <laughs> Get my gang if she wanted to, if she wanted to, yeah, if, the, if the option is there. Hey, there were gangs there. in my game world too. I'm just saying, we just called them things like the NWO. <laughs> exactly. So, I mean, I have history with it. Like, you know, I don't know which one that I would join though, because oh, the Moxes, I would join them. Okay, so fast. that is a very fair point. That was me. And I was You didn't talking. know which one you'd go, but V knew which one you'd go. <laughs> I want I literally got so mad when I realized you couldn't get their tattoos on your character. Their tattoos are the cutest. All of their outfits are the cutest. I wanted all their stuff and you couldn't get it and it pissed me off. I went with the Valentino's uh tattoos. Yeah, those are good too. I was like, those are good ones. But like who would you be if you lived in Cyberpunk? Like what kind of person would you be? And mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? Honestly, I could see myself working at Clouds. Like, if it really boiled down to it, I would work at Clouds. I can do the therapy thing. I think I'm a pretty good listener. And I can talk don't to you gotta, your problems. You so what if I have to put out too? every once in a while? <laughs> Fuck. I mean, that's like the other therapy half sex. of my life. Yeah. I will be your I, sex I, therapist and your therapy sex. <laughs> All in one. Buy one, get one free. <laughs> 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 I'm having to literally bite my lip. Uh, I killed Jen. No, dude, I took Half a sip play. of beer right when you said that, and it almost came out my nose. And so then I had to like sit there and be like, swallow, swallow. And then I'm cracking Gosh. myself up because I'm telling Crazy. myself to swallow, and it was making it worse. Okay. You'd have to tell yourself to swallow too if you were at the clouds. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. She said it. I didn't have to. <laughs> My first thought, yeah. I like cyberpunk, but when you were talking about Elder Scrolls, that was when, when Meiji was saying his just, I'm sorry, Elder Scrolls, oh my god, Lord of the Rings Online, but when Meiji was talking about like just any universe, and he said Star Trek, that was me, I was like, I just want to be a hobbit. I want to be an elf, but I'm more like a Samwise Gamgee, like a hobbit who wants to be an elf. I would love, I would love that, but then I kind of picked that with Harvest Moon too, like that's basically a hobbit life. And also, if you live in the right time, Star Trek. Hobbit, you're gonna have peace for you're gonna have peace. Nobody even for knows so you. long. Most of the world doesn't even know you exist. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I discussed yeah. it with my while I was trying to figure out which which game mine was. I discussed options with my wife, and when I one of the first ones I mentioned was The Witcher, because it's always been like a goal of mine to you know hunt monsters, you know, saving people, hunting things. Total different reference, but uh, she looked at me and went. 
won't that only work if you are a witcher? And I was like, mm-hmm. everyone else seems to be doing real bad at life. <laughs> Everyone's always at war. Every town you go through is just like burnt to the ground or everyone looks sick and sad. So you'd have to be a witcher. Doesn't tend to be that well. Like everything I thought of was like, hey, I want to be Mass Effect. Well, I don't know if I'd have those powers. Hey, I want to do the Witcher world. Well, I don't know if I'd have those abilities. See, but then here's the thing with Cyberpunk, because I thought about Cyberpunk too, but I'm just like thinking of the lowest class, most bad off person. What's their life like? Just in case, if I ended up in that world, I'm not a celebrity. I'm not rich. Like I'm going to be middle class or lower in this world, probably. And Cyberpunk, you don't really have a good life, you know? And I just hate the fact that there's no like, plants anywhere everything is so dead water is hard to come by you know it's not a post-apocalyptic scenario but it's also like heavily climate change future that scares me so i really don't want to i don't want to live in there because uh, the city the, would be so exciting but man someone you could just yeah. walk around the corner and somebody could shoot you in the face yeah i mean have you read like the ads about the like when the automated system comes down and will accidentally shoot you if you're ducking right Plus, if you ever look down at any ground inside, there's just roaches everywhere. Freaking cockroaches just all over the place. All over. And then someone on the um, news, like on the loading screens, will say they found a half-eaten burrito in their couch and they put it in a microwave and all it did was kill the cockroaches. But hey, it's food. That is not a place I'm interested living in. That's why I'm going to work at Clouds, where I'm provided my (laughs) own room in a safe, clean area like i got it i would like to say that stone mystios who is here in the live stream chat tonight but wasn't able to join us on the actual stream for the night you are one of our patrons so i will call this out for you mystios would live in fable or elder scrolls an elder scrolls world and i think that that would also be super fun because fable is another one of those old school type it like I, I claim it to be like a medieval setting. It is definitely an older setting game, but you can it. I don't remember a whole lot of poor people. Like you could have, you could be pretty well off in it. And then Elder Scrolls. Yeah, they were, but they all seem to be kind of jolly about it. Yeah, they were happy people. They were happy poor people. And then Elder Scrolls. Ooh, I guess it would depend on which one. That's the thing know. that's hard about games is all, like almost all of them. Because it's a story that you're taking place in, it's happening in time, it sucks for everyone else, because you have to be the hero. And so unless you're the hero, I don't know if I want to live there. And even if you are the hero, I don't really want to necessarily have much pressure on me. Like, you know, just want to chill and do, do my thing. Hence Harvest Moon. So I was just going to say there's no Tom Nook asking for two million goddamn bells in Harvest Moon. Okay. I was just asking, wasn't the character she was mentioning a raccoon? Yes. So, you know. Tom Nook is, he's a tanuki, technically. Yeah. Which is a raccoon dog in Japan. I was going to say that uh, I I was really trying to get a rating and review on Apple Podcasts before the episode ended. But I think my use of the word clam jammer might have, like, flagged (laughs) the review. So now it's not going through. But we'll see if next episode it pops up. So I wanted to get you guys to 20, the big twin zoni before the episode was over. Oh, I appreciate that. And I can check really quick, but it does take 24 hours for your review to show up on the iTunes thing. So it, it does go through a little bit of their own review process to make sure that you're not just like, fuck these bitches. And like, that's your whole comment. They will block some of those, like if it's clearly derogatory. But then it takes a couple of days for it to actually hit us and let us know that a review has come in. That makes sense. I was like, maybe just somebody was just like, did he just, did he just call the host of the show Clam Jammers? (laughs) That's very nice. Delete. (laughs) That'll be good when we have it. And hopefully it is up before we do a certain guest star. But we'll get to that in a minute. Thank you guys so much for coming out tonight, hanging out with us, and sharing what universe, what world you would love to live in. I guess we didn't ask the obvious question for tonight. Uh, With each of us choosing such a different style of game, would you romance a character in your universe? 
So let's go with yes or no and what in a really quick little outro for us. Apollo. Pick one. Yep. You have to pick one. Oh. Apollo. Uh, absolutely. Um, oh, man. Uh, I'll go with Aquarian, the mystery. I was like, you are a tallymancer. You would totally go with a coin. (laughs) Yeah, I was like, I literally like tally, but I was like, oh yeah, he said when they discovered the Prothean beacon on Mars, so tally's not around. I don't think Corians are around humans yet, anyway. That's only 10 years later. That's true. And then in this world, you can live to be probably 130, 140, so I got time. You got time to sweep Tally off her feet and steal her away from Shepard and Garrus. Apollo's the guy that now works in the engineering room and is totally safe from everything. He's working behind the scenes. You just don't see him on the Normandy. That's where you're at. Although I would probably die in in the second game. At the end of the beginning of the second game. With, I don't know. I just feel like I would. (laughs) But then you don't get to romance Tally. You have to make it to two. That's true. I'll find my. That's true. That's true. I'll find a way. I'll. I'll just accidentally not be on the ship. You were on shore leave, and you're on shore leave when the collectors come. And I don't know how you're gonna make it past uh, returning to Earth. You can figure that one out on your own. <laughs> right. Well, once I romance Tally, that's all good. I've lived my life. So from there on, it's just bonus time. Love it, Bat Knight. Who would you romance in the world of the WWE? Well, I was, that's really, really difficult because I have a lot of favorites throughout WWE. But since I specified 2K22, I was sitting here going, crap, who's in that game? Oh, no. I think I'd either have to go Becky Lynch or Asuka. All right. Either got a, you know, uh, Irish last kicker or I got the, you know, uh, Japanese Empress of Tomorrow. So Becky's the man, right? Who's, yeah, okay, yeah. I Although agree. for now, she, there was a whole thing. She can't use that nickname, uh, or she couldn't for a while. I don't know if that's still a thing. But mm-hmm. uh, so she went with Big Time Bex and was doing like the wrestling equivalent of Lady Gaga, which I absolutely hated. Uh-huh. But it's not in this game. So good, good. No, for okay. So for you guys that don't know, Becky is a truly powerful, badass woman. And so she just came out and was like, forget you, dude. I'm the man, you know, like, like, I'm the shit. I'm the man. To be the man, you got to beat the man. Did she take China? She started going around saying that she was the man. She was the one to beat. She's now married to Seth Rollins. So there's that. But did she take China down, though? No. Sorry? Rest in peace, China. Joni Lowry. Uh, A Meiji. Meiji moves. Who would you romance in your universe? Well, uh, I think Daddy Bat and I just confirmed that he doesn't like Lady Gaga, and so now I'm trying to figure out how to kick him out of the Discord call. Um, <laughs> but uh, in terms of the Tony Hawk universe, I think I gotta go with. I think I gotta go with Tony Hawk himself, right? I mean, he's the most memorable face from the games. He's a fucking gajillionaire, and. Uh, I get to skate the the half pipe in the backyard every now and again, so that's that's a bonus. Agreed. No, he seems like a cool dude. I I gotta be honest. I've listened to him on a couple podcasts, and he seems like the most boring motherfucker on the planet. But to skate with him would be pretty cool. He does seem boring, but in like a chill way. Like you'd never fight with him over anything. Mm-hmm. You'd never get into the arguments or anything like that. He'd just be like, yeah. That's cool. He's all. He's also, I think, getting pretty dang close to like his mid sixties. I think. Yeah. So did you okay see that? If he's a little boring. <laughs> yeah. Did you see the documentary about him on HBO? Because I did not. That, oh, it's it's good, and that's why I was meeting like because in that documentary, I'm just like he just seems so calm and and chill. He's a very so down to earth guy. I think breaking yeah. several bones over the course of your life like multiple times each probably probably has literally, that effect on you literally down to earth <laughs> and you got anything that you want to shout out oh yes uh so tomorrow i am are we going to talk about this should we talk about this go for it 
Tomorrow I am interviewing none other uh, than the the special uh, you know host that we have tonight, Genesis and Bravada, for a show that I do called Storm Sorcerer Media. 8 a.m. on Monday morning, that episode will be going out uh, with the interview with them too, so keep an eye out for that. Subscribe to the Storm Sorcerer Media YouTube channel, and I love you guys. We love you too. When you said 8 a.m., I was like, I did not sign up for an 8 a.m. interview. I need to do that immediately. <laughs> That's when the show's coming out. Oh, and by the way, I actually should mention that 8 a.m. tomorrow morning, or no, excuse me, on t- what day is it? 8 a.m. on Sunday morning. Uh, I am premiering a pilot on Storm Sorcerer Media for a show called Dicey Subject, which is a tabletop role-playing game news show. Uh, so it'll go over like the past week in like events in the world of, of tabletop role-playing games. If that's something that interests you, listeners of TGOS, check the dang show out. I love it. I love TGOS. And with that intro, how can I not? Storm Sorcerer Media has a lot of different shows in the pipeline and Meiji's working on a lot of them. I listen to the Storm Sork podcast every week. I've been a patron since day one. I know, right? It's a good name. Patron of yours since day one. Support the supporters. Show all the love in all the circles. And yes. When who would you romance in Animal Crossing? (laughs) I'm gonna have to pass. I was just like, wait a minute. Those are all aminals. We don't want no romance aminals. Oh, trap question. That's awkward. What about just who's your best friend um, friend. in the town? I I gotta get in with Tom Nook, you know, get the hookup. You know what I mean? (laughs) Mine is Bones. I love Bones. He's so cute and so dumb. (laughs) You can also romance yourself. And just have a really good self-love and self-reflection time. Or, you know, if your partner is also has his own little dude running around, like if he's got his own separate house on the island, I will give you a pass and say that you will romance your boyfriend in-game. <laughs> that works. V, who would you romance in Harvest Moon? I was going to say, um, I definitely, you already know what I would choose for fallout because i already said i just worry that it would be like a one and done situation my only two options for having sex with hancock die of radiation poisoning or become a superhero and i hope it's the latter (laughs) but for harvest moon in that game specifically there's only three marriage options one his name is rock and he's an actual child so he's off the table he looks like an actual child. And then the, there's one called Gustava, I think. And he's like this hippie guy with this hat with a flower in it. And he was weird. So I had to pick Marlin. He's like this big, grumpy guy. Reminiscent of the husband in Kiki's delivery service. Mm. Where like, he just doesn't talk that much. And he doesn't really like anything. But when you get on his good side, he's just this big sweetie. So that's who I married. So that's how I would romance. I guess I just like... Guys who seem mean at first. <laughs> this is my husband. He has like an aura, but he's actually very nice. Garrus starts out that way too. I need to kill Doctor Hart. I need to. Ki- I need to take yeah. down Saren. And then it's he like- also looks like a velociraptor, so very off-putting at first. And then you're like, do I have a monster kink? I don't know. Maybe I do. <laughs> uh, did you know That's that there's kind of- a monster fucker pride flag? It is orange uh, and purple and black striped flag, and it's got a tentacle. And then it's okay, I need it. Okay, so me I- and Cloudy were talking about this because both Cloudy and I have almost the exact same romance choices, and we both were like, "They're none of them are human." Well, for her, one is she romanced Cullen and in Inquisition. And none of mine are human, so I'm like, "I do I have a do I have a thing? Do I have a thing? I don't know. Do I have a thing? I don't know. We'll see." It is an emoji in the Two Girls One Ship Discord channel. So if you see the pretty little orange and purple flag with a tentacle on it, that is the monster fucker flag. And I use it quite often to <laughs> on quite a few different Discords that I'm in. Oh gosh, I love it. Yeah. Also, orange and purple. What a look. Halloween right. town. For love sure. it. As for who yeah. I would romance in Night City, I am taking a trip around Jig Jig. And then fucking the shit out of Johnny. I don't know how we're going to make it work, 
but I yes. will figure out a way to like, yeah, I, I we'll make it work. I guess she's masturbate. Yeah, but I want more. I want. I want do more. too. And maybe did, um, did you see when Johnny was alive? I could go back to when Johnny was alive. And then, but then, mm, he only likes know. alt. So you're either going to be just a nameless groupie or alt, who I don't really like how she ends up. So not going to be her. That have a brain dance sex tape out. Mm. That's true. It's not easy being a heartbreaker. Yeah. I'm kind of bummed. Just, okay, really quick tangent. The announcement, like, trailer for the Cyberpunk DLC that's coming out next year, like, they finally showed us that thing. I can't remember what it's called. But I was this entire time being like, it's going to be after the game. It's going to be like a little sequel DLC. And it doesn't look like it is because Johnny's still in your head. And that pissed me off because I wanted to romance him in the DLC as a separate body. But I don't know how they would do that. So I guess I just needed to manage my expectations. Could be flashbacks. You never know. Could be. There was like this one scene in it where there's something like blowing up and you see Johnny standing there and he's flickering like he did when he's in your mind. It's still, it's, is it before the end of the game then? The Steel Sea? I don't know. Jo- Johnny will fuck you, but he's not going to love you. You're right, Meiji. But I am that person who's like, I can change him. I'll be the key to unlocking his heart. It will be me. Oh, no. <laughs> Which Johnny is just wrong. talks about how amazing he is at sex, and I want to experience it. That too. That too. That confidence. Did you see the interview with Keanu Reeves talking about the fact that people are wanting to romance his character in Cyberpunk? Oh yeah, no, there was a full interview about, and like it was him and it was Keanu Reeves and Arianne Moss. Thank you. I kept going Aria, but <laughs> while well, same answer, Trinity. not actually the same thing. We're talking about it, and Johnny was like, they were telling him, "Hey, they were telling Keanu." That they have. Lisa, you called him alter- Johnny. I did. They have altered. They have modded the game so that way a romanceable character appears with your body model. How do you feel about modders wanting to fuck you in the game? He's like, That's, I'm cool with it. I think it's great. That's beautiful. You know? <laughs> like it's beautiful. Go for it. Um, but then Carry On Mouse was like, No, please don't. Do not disrespect my physical form. I am not a romance option for you. And so if I find out that you're modding it so that way you, she, you've you made her a romance option in your game, I'm going to go shame on you because this is somebody saying, please don't do that to me. And you're doing it to them anyways. But fuck Keanu or Johnny all you want in the best way. I'm sure it would be breathtaking. Nobody got that Archangel joke. playing in the background. Oh, all right. I'm I think go she was in Cyberpunk. Is she in Cyberpunk? Carrion Moss? Or was that for the Matrix game? I think it was for the Matrix game that they were mm-hmm. talking about it. Yeah, yeah. That's like a whole ethical thing. I think there's is the like the deep fakes and like people using your image for stuff that maybe you didn't know was going to be a part of getting your image taken. Mm-hmm. Or revenge like CGI board. image. Yeah, like when the guy that you broke up with in high school decided to steal your MySpace pictures and Photoshop your face onto old BDSM pictures. That had absolutely nothing to do with you. And then email them out to multiple, multiple people throughout the high school. About, look, look at the pictures that I took the other night. This sounds oddly specific. Who is the man I need to kill? One second. I was going to say the same thing. <laughs> no, it's fine. Karma has already bit him in his giant, massive, gaping asshole. So I don't care about it anymore. It's just a story that I will share. That was also oddly specific. <laughs> Thank God. Yeah. gaping assholes I wanted to change my vote for my wrestling romance though I thought of something while we were talking and I didn't want to interrupt I saw that in chat yes Alexa Bliss yes I, yeah. I don't know why she slipped my mind but yeah so much so because when you're put on the spot you think of the first thing that comes to mind and not necessarily the one that you really wanted to go with yes I get that all the time I did not think that I would be talking about massive gaping assholes today, but here we are. At the massive gaping assholes. Oh, I have an image. <laughs> uh, the ghostly image from early y- yes! days. <laughs> yeah. I was literally just about to say that. I was like, I come from the two girls, one cup era. Hence the name of our <laughs> podcast. 
So I can imagine what you're describing because that was the bad times mm-hmm. when there was no like censoring or dark web or whatever. So I will. It has been really bad lately when talking on because I'm part of the Dragon Age Lorecast Patreon, and whenever I see she cup and teacup together, my brain flips a switch, and because I'm looking at the two cups. So whenever I talk about our fucking show, I go, and I'm Genesis from the Two Cups, One Girl podcast. That's not the name of my show at all. That's not even the name of the porn. So where is this coming from? Because it's the two, it's not two cups. Exactly. Words is hard. And especially when I see both of them in the same little chat room. So hopefully by the next time that we all, the four of us get together, I don't talk about two cups and one girl. What's she going to do with all those cups? <laughs> two cups and one cups. bad mental image. <laughs> two cups, only one girl. What's she going to do? That's Madonna. <laughs> well, Sorry. I will DM. V, please lead us to the outro. I'm done. I'm done. Okay, Don't if you like what you're hearing. <laughs> oh, wait. Wait, that's your line. You can... Can you? Yeah. Or do you want I'm me good. to? Do you want to flip? Okay. No, let's flip the script. Let's flip it. You okay. read me. <laughs> okay, I'll read you. If you like what you're hearing, please be sure to leave a review on iTunes, give us a rating on Spotify, and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. You can find me in our Two Girls One Ship chat on the Robots Radio Discord channel. And please come give us a follow on all the social medias and on Patreon at Two Girls One Ship. Links, of course, are in the description. And I'm on the Robots Radio Discord as well, and on our own Two Girls One Ship Discord server, where we nerd out on all of our favorite CGI significant others. Be sure to check out our live streams on Twitch on Wednesdays and Fridays at 10.30 p.m. Eastern, 7.30 Pacific and watch the YouTube video a few days after the stream. Our podcast episodes release on Mondays because you need at least one good thing on a Monday. So thanks for listening. And remember, beauty is in the eye of the controller. Are you a fan of Elden Ring? Are you confused about the lore as pretty much everyone else? We've got you covered. Check out the Elden Archives, a lore podcast that helps to explain every little confusing detail about the lands between. Things like what exactly happened on the Night of the Black Knives, or what we really know about characters like Mikola. Just like the show you're listening to now, we're on the Robots Radio Network, so you know it'll be good. Wondering how to find the show? Easy. Either go to robotsradio.net or search Elden Archives on whatever podcatcher you're using right now. Bookmark the show for later and we'll see you in the lands between. Again, that's the Elden Archives, a FromSoft Lorecast available everywhere.